You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and uh, just a reminder that the Ottawa Children's Festival is getting underway. It'll be coming up shortly. It runs, I think, from the 19th to 29th of May. And two items of interest are coming from Ireland, and we had a chat, or will will be, you heard about um, the librarian. Well, the other one is how to catch a star. How to Catch a Star is coming from Kundanagalia Fresh and it's coming from Galway as well. Uh, Brenner are the group involved and I have Mark McLaughlin with me here. Mark will be coming to Ottawa and Mark, brilliant to have you here. Garamila Magat and Tafalcha Roth. Garamila Magat, Asukht Kura Hortu and thanks for inviting us. So, um, your, your piece is How to Catch a Star and you know, you and I were chatting before we. we Come on here, and I was telling you about the tulip festival. Yes, how is it long? Well, it's like how do you catch a petal from a tulip? It has to be grown at the time. So yes, it has to be close by. <laughs> has to be close by. Is that so? Uh, a little about how, Tell me a little about Branner. So Branner, um, I I founded Branner 21 years ago this year. We're celebrating our 21st, and um, I was a primary school teacher for a while, and then I taught secondary school and. I kind of wanted to find, I wanted people to come into the schools and do theatre work uh, with children and it wasn't too common and I, we were doing it all through, I was teaching all three land the grain guests, so through Irish and I was, I was looking for people to come into the schools that would do the work through Irish and I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't find anyone. So um, one September I decided not to go back teaching and I got into my car and started doing drama workshops in schools um, throughout the country so I travelled the length and breadth of Ireland doing workshops in, in schools and uh, it, it kind of slowly evolved into um, what it is now which is a, a theatre company and we, we present shows all over the world and we'll, like at, while, while we'll have that show in Ottawa we'll also be touring a show around uh, Kundanagalibe as well so we're, we're, um, we're, we're kept busy and we try and, try and meet as many children as possible throughout the year. I would have thought there would have been an awful lot of teachers who'd say to you, "The last thing we need in the school is drama." There's enough of that already. Outside the outside of the staff room, there's plenty of drama in the staff room. But also, <laughs> we need. I suppose the um, the thing was it, the thing was uh, I was doing a lot of work um, using drama methodologies to to make the Irish more accessible to the children. And it was it was working with children that I was working with, and I was teaching every summer in the Gaeltacht in the Irish language colleges, and I was using the same methods, and it seemed to be working well. They, they, it kind of was a, a an indirect way, I suppose, to get the children to use the language and not in a in a way that's too didactic. So we kind of um, kind of used that going through the schools and kind of doing poems from the Leaving Cert through drama and doing um, other things. So it was kind of a nice way in which the kids kind of um, were having fun, but they also were, were using whatever language they had. Because uh, I used to let on I didn't speak anything else, and they had to try and communicate me, with me in some way. Um, uh, that it, so so it, was, it was really interesting. And, uh, you know, when we started to do plays then, we kept doing the same thing. And when we do the plays now, How to Get Star doesn't have any language in it, um, because what we started to do was find different ways to tell stories. And so if I use a language, I'll use as many languages as possible. Um, and if I don't use language, well, then uh, the, the puppet or the performers um, and the music basically tells the story. I have to say uh, that one of the things I've noticed in the last 20-odd years, I suppose, is the increase 
in the appreciation for language in Ireland, the Irish language. Uh, there's, there's, I want, there's a warmth towards it, I would have to say, in many places. Yeah, I think so. And I think what it is, I suppose, is that it's, um, uh, I would say a lot of it has got to do with the, with, with the prevalence of it on TV. Um, like TG Cahar has done a huge job for having, having Irish language presented in a kind of cool way, in a way that's modern looking. Like, Radio the Grail today is a fantastic institution and people, um, it's very, it's a very important, uh, part of people's lives but it's not necessarily the most successful thing for people. But everybody will flick past the the channel on TV and they'll find, they'll, they might stop and listen. And in fairness to the makers of um, of the content of the programs for Teach Car, the, the subject matter is amazing. And it's stuff that you won't find anywhere else. And even my parents who don't speak a word of Irish will be watching Teach Car to see the, the documentaries. And also now all of the different football matches and the rugby mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. and that, and and I suppose it's in a way the same way as we were doing it. It's an indirect way of making people see that it's not a scary thing, and it's yours, and it's part of who we are, um, and and it's it's not something to be ashamed of. And I think that's the kind of attitudinal change uh, over the last twenty years or so. Uh, I spent a bit of time in Ireland last year uh, in Dungarvan, and I know Nemetron. Uh, yes. down in ring, doing an awful lot of work for TJ Cahar. And as you say yourself, <clears throat> when it comes to things like the rugby, um, that by just getting people to actually stop on TJ Cahar as this thing from flying past it, it, yes. may, it increases the awareness of it, and that's so and, positive. And, and it's amazing. I know my brother now uh, used to play um, county football for Kildare, and he would have a good bit of Irish but uh, the amount of uh, rugby players and uh, county footballers that are brushing off their Irish so they can get pundit jobs on TG Carr is amazing, you know. <laughs> I, I, and which and and this all helps as well, you know, to see a lad that you 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 uh, think he's amazing as a player, and then all of a sudden he's speaking Irish. It does great, uh, you know. The Welsh have it cracked in the way that they present all of their yes. sports. They use the sport player, uh, their sports stars. Most of them speak speak. Um, Welsh from an early age, so I think it's 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 those sort of things of of people. If you if you don't see it, you can't be it. So if you don't see lads speaking Irish that you appreciate that and think they're cool, then you won't you won't do it yourself. But if you do, it just breaks down a barrier. It makes it that much easier. So how do you catch a star? Well, I tell you, it's not easy. Um, we <laughs> especially when you when you have to do it with a with a thirty centimeter puppet, but. Um, we the show itself is based on a beautiful story by um a, a, a children's writer from Belfast called Oliver Jeffers and um he I think he lives in New York most of the time now and he's he's quite famous now but this book was published oh, 12, uh, 13 years ago and it is um a beautiful story that I used to read to my children and when we got the chance to make a version of it um we we jumped at it um and it's it's basically the story of a boy who is fascinated by um, fascinated by stars and is always looking up. And what we wanted to do is kind of tell this story um, in a way that in a way everybody has a star they want to catch. Uh, everybody has something that they want to achieve. And uh, this little uh, puppet is no different to us. Um, and it's it's just it's just kind of I think forty five minutes of a of a hug is what we try how we explain it. It's um, Cullen McEnumara, who um, people might know from the frames and from his own work now, solo work, 
he composed the music for it, and um, it's it, the most beautiful soundtrack. And some of it even ended up on on his recent albums. Um, it's just, I think, what we find is children don't have the opportunity now to sit with their own thoughts or sit and um, enjoy their own imagination. And that's what we try and create is those kind of moments where they could sit down with their parents or whoever brings them to the show and just be completely enveloped in this world and just get lost in their own uh, thoughts and imagination and follow the story of this little boy. And because there's no words in it, it means that they have their own internal narrative going on all the way through and they can't be wrong. You know, they, they, it's their story. And uh, oftentimes we talk to the audience afterwards and it's amazing to see, you know, the, the, the thought processes they were given to the puppet or the, the, the story that they thought was going on. But, and it's completely valid because it's theirs. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we, we better give some housekeeping details on this because it is important. And uh, it, the How to Catch a Star will be at the Arts Court Theatre, and that's 2 Daly Avenue. And it's running from May 19th to the 23rd. And as Mark said, it's non-verbal, so you don't need to worry, even though it's... Um, the, the theatre company may be predominantly Oscar Elga and using the Irish language. You just want to get your imagination going and yeah. 45 minutes. And the website, if you want to get information on this and the others, is ottawachildrensfestival.ca. And you can get the tickets and everything there. Um, the schedule is up. And I know that the city of Ottawa uh, are still practicing very prudent covid uh, uh, practices so if you have any concerns about stuff like that as well you can check it all out and Mark I know you'll love Ottawa when you get here can't wait thanks Mark. Amila Amila Ottawa Echoes